What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. such thing as death, life is only a dream, and we are the imagination of ourselves. My third eye, prying open your thought, truth, and reality, questioning everything and anything from conspiracies, cryptic, spiritual, natural healing, and everything else there is to encounter. Everything we think is not real, just might be real. Welcome, Welcome to, to my third eye. We're we're not spiritually mature as a species. There's there's a lot of religion, there's a lot of dogma, and there's a lot of like telling us how it is or how it's supposed to be. But there's not much in the way of like personal training on how to like deal with some of this stuff when you encounter it. Like, there, what I mean, I'm sure maybe Tibet probably has a whole bunch of people who are able to do that stuff. I mean, you watch Gaia, you'll see individuals who have come up with their, their own methodologies of interacting with things that you can't see. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to this week's weekly dose of M3E. Uh, this week, I'm joined by Scott. Uh, he goes by Curiosus Animus on Instagram. And man, do we go all over the place, especially after hour one. Uh, so if you want you want the full episode, you know what to do. Patreon.com slash My Third Eye Podcast gets you the full entire episode for just $3. But I would suggest the 5 or $10 tier because you get a lot more for your money. And also, do not forget about purepetwellness.com. Ghost at checkout gets you 20% off your entire order, and Ghost can be used as many times as you want. So again, purepetwellness.com. I use these CBDs with my dogs, and wow, they're, they're a game changer, and they're all natural, and it's a family-owned company here in America. So go give them some love and support. That's purepetwellness.com. Uh, other than that, uh, ho- hopefully you enjoy your hump day. It's the middle of the week. We can get through it. You know, weather's starting to, to change a little bit and get nice. So you get to put some shorts on and everybody can pull out their white legs and hopefully get tan again. And uh, yeah, start barbecuing a little bit more and going for hikes in the woods, you know, and doing all that fun stuff that everybody's been cooped up all winter wishing that they could do. So I'm going to jump out of here. I hope you enjoy this episode. Again, if you want the full episode, patreon.com slash my third eye podcast. And until then, I'll see you Friday for the tavern, which will be a throwback because we did not record due to the holiday weekend. So I'm going to pick a early episode from back when the, the tavern kind of started and uh, re air that for like a little throwback on a Friday and uh, yeah, have fun with it. So enjoy. And uh, yeah, next time you'll be hearing from me will be like an actual episode will be next Tuesday. And you know what that means.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to M3E. Uh, this is going to be another fun and exciting uh, wild ride that we're going to go on. I have a, a good friend. Uh, he's been on the tavern a couple times, uh, Scott. And uh, you, he, I'll let him plug his stuff on his social media stuff. But uh, always sending me great information and, and mind-blowing stuff to, to the point where sometimes I, I don't even know how to wrap my head around and, and figure out how you fuck come across it. So, Scott, how are you? And, and welcome to the show. I'm doing peachy, man. Thanks for having me on, Ghost. This has been a long time coming. Yes, yes, and it has. I'm glad we're finally making the eagle land, as it were, because it, 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 we have a lot in common, probably a lot more than we even realized. Oh, yeah, totally. And it, the funny thing is, we're two Pennsylvania boys. We don't live that far away from each other, and that that was another weird coincidence. And, you know, we both have chickens, and we both were, you know, we're both veterans, and, you know, a lot, lot of strange things, so, uh, and... Here we are. You've been on the tavern a few times, and you know we talk uh, quite frequently. And you know, so it, let people know where they can uh, find your work. Right on. So um, out of the gate, you can find me at Curiosus Animus. I'm on uh, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, a bunch of the podcast sources. So that's it makes it easy. Uh, I'm using that red circle, and so everything that's on there. There's Apple and Spotify and a few others. I don't have a whole lot of content out yet, but there's there's plenty in the works. I've got a few things going. So. Awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I made that jump to Red Circle as well. So Nice. Yeah, I hear good things. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm liking it a lot. The analytics are a lot better than uh, Anchors were. And it, like within the first week, I was just like, whoa, wait a minute. Something, something wasn't right before because you don't get that big of a jump. You know, no, I, I didn't really change anything. I just went to another platform. And, and they're, like I said, their analytics and everything else is a lot better than Anchor. But Good. Well, I mean, as long as they're connecting the, you know, the, the programs to the people who are following that and interested in that kind of subject matter, then it's a win for everybody. Right? Absolutely. So where do you want to start today? Because you, uh, you have a lot to, to offer uh, information-wise. So I'll right. let you take it wherever you want to go, and, and we'll, we'll – Right on. I'll, I'll, hold the, I'll hold on to the cart as they do at Knobles on the Phoenix or whatever. All right. So uh, I was on um, – uh, Raven Kiefer's podcast a while back ago, and we got into some pretty interesting stuff. And um, and I was talking about it a little bit last night in regards to um, underground stuff that goes on, right? In regards to tunneling machines and that kind of stuff. And there, there's this Australian general, uh, former military officer, who was talking about how now we're exterminating vermin was the, the exact quote that he had used underground. And, uh, you know, people have been talking about deep underground military bases for a long time. And there's, it's, I'm sure there's elements of PSYOP in there, but there's probably also some elements of truth, right? Because we can go like way back to the Hopi Indians, you know, where they said like ant people came up out of the ground and pulled them down to help keep them safe during the last cataclysm. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so, and then there's that, uh, dude, Phil Schneider, right. And, uh, some people say he was mentally ill. I, I don't know, but uh, he, I watched a documentary that was, it's available on Amazon called the underground director's cut. And I, I definitely recommend people give that a watch. It's pretty good. Underground and, director's cut. You said, yeah, okay. check that one out for sure. Um, the underground director's cut. And uh, in that he talks about his experience with uh them doing deep drilling and the drills keep getting messed up. And so they lowered him down on some kind of a cart and uh, he encountered some, some creatures, uh, spoiler, I suppose here. And uh, he, uh, he blasted one of them with, I, I want to say he said he had a, like a Walther PPK S or something to that degree, some small sidearm. And then another one made a gesture over its chest and shot this energy beam out and it hit him and blew some fingers and toes off of him. Oh, shit. And, uh, yeah, he came out and then uh, told some stories about that. And he was talking about the things that had gone on in his time in the Department of Energy. And uh, and and so recently, I, I found this interesting panel. Let me uh, pull it up real quick. Okay. I'll, uh... About the... Uh, Oops. The tunneling machines, because I had heard about them before, and uh, you can share your screen if you need to. We'll do. Um, did you ever listen to? It, it was an episode Ryan put out. Oh man, probably a couple months ago. Um, he did it with Kim, and they were talking about this 
boring that was going on in Russia, I believe is where it was. And they got so far down and they couldn't go any further, but that when they lowered a microphone down into it, it almost sounded like it, it was being lowered into hell and you could hear souls screaming. And it was, it was creepy as shit. And it's like, it, it just makes you wonder, okay, I'm not a huge round globe earth kind of guy much anymore. Uh, just looking into it and a lot of the other things make sense, but you know, you get into hollow earth and you know, different realms and, and this and that. And it's like, there has to be something under there. If all these ancient religions talk about being beings um, under the earth that help them or come up to fight them or, or whatever the case may be. So I don't know. It's, it's crazy stuff. And I love it because I don't know. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, it sparks the imagination, right? Yeah. So, you know, we're often told that uh, when we come up with different ideas and concepts or, or find different, um, different ways of coming to conclusions with the same evidence that's presented from the, uh, let's, let's call them the authorities or the, the powers right. of be, then, you know, we're immediately poo-pooed and, uh, and what have you. But I, I don't know. We also get lied to a lot. If I mean, if we're being real about it. Yeah. So constantly. I mean, if, if, if people out there actually think that the government uh, tells you the truth, true, uh, I feel bad for you because they're lying to us constantly. Yeah. The, the whole, the whole truth. Absolutely not. Partial truths. I guarantee it. You yeah. know? Yeah, totally. It's like lying with statistics. Old, old Mr. Gates's favorite book there. Um, huh. I like the, uh, the first name on the inventor, uh, last name is Armstrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, so this one, I'm not sure if this is the exact one, but, uh, so these patents for tunneling, let's see here, method and apparatus, uh, earth drilling apparatus, large machine, large tunnel. So, so for me, let, let me throw this bone out to anybody who else who's interested in patent hounding. So it's all about the keywords. You know, you're just using patent, um, tunneling machine, large tunnel, and lasers, and that, that'll come up with uh, some pretty interesting stuff here. Let's see here. Laser-assisted boring tunnel. That's the one that we were just looking at. That's this silly thing over here. Close the dock. Cool. All right. Uh, Man, so tons of shit. Oh, dude. So, so mining has been going on for a long time. As a matter of fact, so they say that the deep earth or underground is the, the newest battlefield, which is kind of interesting because it's, mm. it's also old as shit. In World War One, we had a uh, trench warfare going on in France. And uh, what the allies ended up doing at one point was digging a, I want to say it was like over a mile tunnel where they were digging with small hand wooden shovels so that they wouldn't make noise. And they, they basically created a, a dynamite depot underneath of the German trenches and went under there and blew them the fuck up in a big way. Hmm. And so I know the know, Germans were uh, big into uh, tunneling as well. In World War One? Uh, no, uh, World War Two with Hitler. Okay. I, I didn't know that. I mean, I know they had a, they had a rail gun that they used to back into a mountain on a, on train tracks, but I didn't know that they were. Yeah. They, they built this big, like, uh, I don't know. It was like a secretive base in this, in this valley, in this mountain. Um, when they were working on the, uh, uh, I can't, I don't remember the, the German name for it, but basically the Nazi bell and, and that stuff. Okay. So yeah. It, lock. Yeah. And it, it I was like, holy shit, you know what I mean? And, and it was like really advanced tunnels and, and living quarters and what have you. All the things, right? Yeah. Everything that a growing boy needs. Um, so these, these tunnels underground, man, like I find it interesting because there are cultures like the world over that have these stories about other entities that come from deep within the earth. And then also when you consider how often people see UFOs and lenticular clouds over like Mount Shasta, Mount Baker, mm -hmm. Mount Rainier, like all these um, formerly active volcanic sites. Um, I wonder in the way that 
sound travels better through water if there are also also methods of communicating through magma mm. deeper into the earth. And there's also the benefit of having old lava tubes. I mean, so it's it's probably uh, granite or some other volcanic rock. Well, obviously volcanic, but if you think about a trumpet, you know, you put a small vibration in and it travels the whole length of the tube. So to, to consider that as a possibility in the earth, I, I think there's something worth considering. That. Oh yeah, totally. And especially, I mean, if, if you're going to do some of these tunnelings and you know, it's safe that a volcano isn't going to go erupt anymore. Why not use what mother nature uh, already carved out for you? I mean, Right, it makes sense. Like I'll, I'll use that and then add on to it. These guys. Um, <laughs> so, so with this uh, drilling machine, I guess ultimately what it does is it uses uh, lasers and intense melting heat, and then it pushes the dissolved stone to the outsides to reinforce the structure of this large tunnel. Um, people have been aware of these machines on the surface in construction since oh, for a hot minute. I mean, they, uh, the, the Baltimore tunnel was probably constructed using that technology. I'm speculating there, but I know that the one that goes under the English channel did. Okay. And they had two of those and they sent one down, oops, excuse me, going one way and another from the other direction. And, uh, they had one of them just keep going. They, I don't believe they recovered the machine. They just let it run out. Now, and then the other one joined up and returned. With these lasers, d- d- does it like basically just penetrate it into dust, or does it manipulate it at a like molecular level? I think it's just uh, it's agitating it molecularly, much like a microwave does. To okay, food, you know, so it, it's generating heat to the point where the stone becomes um, liquid. Okay, or at least malleable, where it's able to be pressed to the sides and condensed, thereby reinforcing the outside of the this tube gotcha i i don't so so also interestingly enough uh the army times also said that uh they now have a deep ground penetrating radar hmm is this able to be used from the air or is it a ground uh, machine the uh it probably probably i'm guessing both okay. you know so like they've got lidar yeah so the the r2d system or excuse me r2td system same came so close to saying r2d2 yeah they probably did that on purpose <laughs> <laughs> though i mean who doesn't love star wars yeah i'm sure a lot of people but whatever there's no accounting for taste um so surprise attacks by enemy troops and hiding in the tunnels are different, difficult to protect. And although the radar technology can help by finding the tunnels, the rapid retraction tunnel detection, rapid reaction tunnel detection system can detect the underground void created by a tunnel, as well as the electrical cables or devices within the tunnels. So if they're able to detect um, the movement of electricity in deep earth tunnels, um, it's it's really saying something because we we know that they're able to use Wi-Fi and that the the fields that are emitted by that that interfere interact with the human body to track people as they walk around their homes in real time. Right. So it now if they're able to use this to to view deep earth, there's it 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 begs the question like what else is going on underground? You know. Um, like, it, are we looking at like some kind of a? I don't know if you play video games, but is this like some kind of a Gears of War scenario? Like, is that mm. is that where a lot of UFOs come from from deep earth? I I don't know. I mean, I can't really trust any any answers from any authorities. You know? Yeah, and and when it comes to UFOs, I mean, we don't even really we only know that space is there because NASA tells us it's there. So. If we take that approach to it and question it, okay, maybe they do come from extra dimensions or territory here on this realm or within this 
thing that we live on. You know what I mean? Because you do see a lot of under underwater submerged, uh, what do they call them, USOs? Mm-hmm. You know, the Navy films a lot of them where they, they're coming up or maybe not films them, but d- does document or have whistleblowers come out. And they're like, yeah, this thing came out from the depths of the ocean, rose up and just took the fuck off. And it's like, okay, where did that come from? And, and whose technology is that? You know, and with uh, the ground penetrating radar and they have this technology and it says, this is from uh... At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 2017, right? So you would think that this would be, I don't know, really useful on a border somewhere in the United States. Yeah, maybe maybe the southern and northern border. Just, yeah. Yeah, just saying. You know, but hey, you know. Probably probably what? could catch a lot of those tunnels that uh, drugs are smuggled in. Right? I mean, if they're detecting the electric current or the maybe the magnetism generated by the movement of electrons, right? So mm-hmm. the right-hand rule says that as electrons move, it generates a uh, magnetic field around whatever it's traveling through, you know, whether that be a a nerve or a piece of Romex. Right. So that's, it's, we are living in the future. And my mind is regularly being blown. That this stuff. army engineer research and development center in Missburg, of Vicksburg, Mississippi, weren't they conducting tests on soldiers back in the day? I don't know if it was with LSD I want to say it was with LSD and some other shit. And I watched a documentary on, on it, like probably maybe a month ago or so. And I want to say, I want to say it was them that was doing this and then got busted and they shut the the program down. And and some of the guys that were, were still in it were coming out and talking and and trying to basically get a, uh, uh, a lawsuit against what they, you know, were forced even though they were voluntold or voluntarily, you know what I mean, signed up for. But it was crazy shit. I I wouldn't be surprised. Um it's like some MK Ultra type shit. Oh fuck man, that's that's unsettling. So I mean we know that in the past the United States military has detonated a nuclear bomb and then told soldiers, okay, walk towards that. Yeah. You know, walk towards the mushroom cloud and yep. then we're gonna uh, see how you do afterwards. Yeah, you'll yeah. be fine. Well, Okay, I guess. I don't know. It's a it's it's an unfortunate state. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you yeah. need to do testing, but don't you don't need I, you don't need human guinea pigs. You know what I mean? We're, we're real mixed feelings about it all. Yeah, because we're when we're signing up, we're signing up because we want to, you know, fight for our country. You know, we're patriots. Uh, you know, maybe when we're done, get a further our education, not signed up to be a fucking lab rat. Yeah. It, but it wasn't the goal. No, it wasn't the goal, but it happens to just about everyone that, that signs up because, uh, at the end of the day, you can read your vax card. Uh, but is that what's really in your, your vaccines that the, that you're walking through and, and getting because, uh, <clears throat> who knows what they put in us. That's, that's the truth. Definitely got the big green weenie before. So, yeah, um, patents is fun for yes. me. I, I also like looking into, um, I, I'm sure you've seen it, like it's been pretty popularized how um, 
emissions from mo electrical monitoring screens can affect or modulate the human nervous system. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, do explain. So, let's share screen again here. Patent reviewers. Monitors. Human nervous system. It's a 2.5 hertz, if I remember right. So nervous system manipulation by electromagnetic fields from monitors. So shoot your TV, basically, um, and try and stay off your phone and computers. The psychological effects have been observed in humans in response to stimulation of the skin. So it doesn't even have to really be going into your eyes. Like as you're um, receiving the different light pulsations, it's, it's being picked up by your skin. Um, they can use, I, I suspect that Sam Berkowitz, the, the 44 Magnum killer, uh -huh. right from the seventies, I suspect he was one of the, one of the first field test subjects of um, psychotronic warfare or oh. uh, electronic warfare. Cause so there's a dude who's got a fantastic channel um, called Lookout for Charlie, and he does dissections and and whatnot. That's like his 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 field of specialty is the have, psychotronic stuff. Have you sent me stuff on on that from from him from his page? Because that that yeah. that page and it sounds really familiar. He's killer at it. Um, he does a really good job of breaking down some of the interpretations of. Um, what what sounds kind of garbled to us, but he's able to like kind of make sense of it. And he, he breaks down people who um, are basically victims of, of this technology. Um, there's an, another program called uh, Concrete with a K podcast, and that talks about psychotronics a bit. He uh, he had a guy in there who was a recipient of it, and basically it's like uh, a voice of God technology where they're able to talk to you directly to your it, it, now this sounds like well, some uh, sci-fi hippy dippy stuff really i but, believe that that technology exists um to be able to so so my understanding of the theory is that every single individual has their own bioelectro bioelectric signature right just like uh each cell phone is tuned into its own frequency and if you have a bunch of cell phones in a pile, you call that one number, only that phone rings because it's tuned to that particular, that number is assigned to that particular frequency. And so it's able to track it wherever you are, as long as you're in a network. Right. So if, if they have your bioelectric signature, they can do the same shit and they can send you information in the same method. And it will affect your nervous system. You'll, you'll hear voices. You can see things, um, I don't know how far their ability to manipulate the human mind remotely is. Um, well, just looking know. at the pictures from, from what you have pulled up here, think about when we were kids, computers were being introduced to us and that, you know, they were moving away from typewriters, putting computers in front of us. And then eventually the internet came along. Okay. They already, they already saw what the TV, the television being introduced into the home did to brainwash or dumb down or just zombify people did. Now everybody, you can't go into a workplace in pretty much the whole world other than third world countries and not see people on computers. So mm -hmm. what better way? Oh, okay. We can send some frequencies. All right. And that person's sitting there working. And next thing you know, they could have severe headaches. They could have, be vomiting. They could, you know, it, be programmed to do pretty much anything. It's crazy stuff, dude. Like it, if, if I hadn't looked all these patents up on my own now, admittedly, um, I want to say it was 2012 or 2014. There was some legislature passed that said that it is legal now for propaganda and whatnot to be in, released to the public for mass consumption. You can so, thank Barack Obama for that. Um, there, Smith there's Montag. potential. Yeah. 
There's a potential some of these are misdirection, but I don't know. I don't know. I see a lot of commonalities and it goes all the way back into the eighties with, um, Oh boy, I'm spacing his name. Well, uh, it'll come to me later. All right. Um, so there was a, there was a colonel who was talking about psychotronics and how far some of this stuff goes. And, um, <laughs> it's it's been going on for a hot minute people it well, really has they use some of this form of technology on citizens in Australia when they were rioting they were using like frequencies and uh different shit that, that it was burning their skin like oh, it, yeah. it, and really weird shit and you know it, it it it's no secret that our military you know plays around with it i mean you, you, I'm sure you can find a document. I remember watching one a long time ago. I don't remember what it was called, but you know, it was all about the the. It was either the you know one branch of the the military playing around with uh, different frequencies and and tones and and what have you to use as a weapon on mass crowds where you know it, it could be less less than lethal or or even lethal. Yes, um, microwave. Um, so there is a. I want to say it was the U.S. Air Force, but it was probably the Navy that had a, a pain ray that came out in the early 2000s. And they, mm-hmm. I remember they had a little demonstration box with a small window. They came on like, Good Morning America or some shit like that. They're like, oh, yeah, put your finger in front of it. And he said, oh, you know, it felt like my finger was on fire. Well, yeah, you know, if you could put your hand through the window in the microwave in there, it'd probably feel an awful lot like that, too. Yeah. You know, put it on high for three minutes and stick your nose in there. Tell me how it feels. It's, you know, it's it's taking your molecules and, and agitating and flipping them back and forth. And that uh, that movement generates heat, right? Just like. Yep. And if you don't want to put your own own hand in there, just take a pork chop. That's probably the closest to human uh, skin and texture that we have. Put a raw pork chop in there for about five minutes and watch it cook. Yeah. So um, there are methods to, to help mitigate some of the exposure to that stuff. Like when you see the, the Humvees and whatnot with a big old satellite dish and it's pointed at a crowd to um, neutralize the agitators. Um, those microwaves, if you were to coat yourself in water, that really does a big job of um, reducing the effects of that. And then you can also use, uh, you know, there are a goodly number of Faraday um, mm-hmm. clothing companies out there. There's a, what is it? Um, not sheep. Uh, lambs. Lambs makes a bunch of stuff. Okay. And there's a few others out there. And uh, I, I can't speak to whose is better because I, they're all relatively expensive as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And I, I'm not rolling out to big old protests and shit like that anymore. I'm, no, I'm not after how idea. we see the uh, the federal government sets people up for no <laughs> for for doing a. a uh, constitutionally protected activity and then say, right? saying we did something different. Like Mr. But, Epps there? Yeah. Oh, we need to go into the Capitol building and people started calling him out there like, Fed, yeah. Fed, Fed, <laughs> Fed. What I'd like to see is uh, people who are willing to go to those events at this point. Like, if you see someone in the crowd with an earpiece, just snatch that fucking earpiece. Yeah. And, you know what? And, and and another thing, if you're if you're going to be in that crowd, wear very neutral clothing, so you can as soon as you snatch it and run, you can blend right the fuck in. Mm. Yeah, snatch the earpiece. You don't have to assault nobody. Nope. Then you no can hear what they're that. they're they're discussing. Yeah, or at least you know make it so that they actually have to pull out a radio, and that'll just you know alert everybody. Yeah. No. Let's get back to these patents a little bit. Um, so system and method for improving sleep. This is, I, I probably should have pulled these up ahead of time, but I ended up being a little behind the ball today. Oh, you're fine. Um, so it, it, if people, if your viewers want to take this upon themselves to dig into this stuff a little bit more, um, they have, uh, like this one says, a, a method of improving sleep. And I've seen patents that talk about um, induction of sleep. Actually, that'd probably be a good way to just do it. Um, the uh, so when it comes to people having missing time, depending on how long this technology has been around, I'll just close this out. Let's shoot the shit. Um, with the 
being able to induce sleep, like if someone were to have a, a UFO experience, I'm not saying that they're all um, U.S. government or government or non-governmental organization or whatever. Right. There could, I, cause I, I think the universe is a big place and I, I don't, I can't assign myself to globe or flat or pair or, or oblong cosmic egg, egg. Yeah. Any of it. Like I, I just don't, I don't know. Cause I don't, I don't have enough information to formulate my own, um, settled opinion on the matter but there's something that really bothers the shit out of me about Polaris and how it's the one star in the sky that never fucking moves. And we're supposed to be orbiting a sun that's orbiting other stars in galaxies doing all the spiraling. There's all this motion. And one of them just kind of hangs out while, while traveling at the same time. So (laughs) I just, I can't wrap my head around it. It doesn't make sense to me. You know what I mean? Can't make it make sense. So, no, and and that that's where I struggle with with a lot of it too. You know, go, going back to okay, we're told space is there because NASA and you know all these government agencies tell us it is, but I don't have my own proof. You know what I mean? Like we have to rely on the words of, you know, quote unquote astronauts or or scientists or this or that, and you know, at the end of the day, when you listen to some of these flat earthers or you know different theory earthers they they do their homework and and they they bring a lot of valid points to debunk what the math we're supposed to use to get to their plans that just does not make any sense like if we're traveling that fast and spinning all at the same time we shouldn't see polaris in the same spot every day or every night at the same you know in the same place and yet we do and you can guide ships and air airplanes and you can walk and navigate by by that star you know (laughs) yes and then there's the not a space agency right so yes we know that uh paperclip happened in in 1951 and uh and then and then we got all these rocket scientists because the germans were in the forefront of of rocket science big time in the day the the first ones with the v1 and v2 rockets for you know i think they were ahead of it in a greater aspect as in I don't know if they finished or they were very close to finding time travel with the with the Nazi bell and I heard a theory recently on a, a podcast that some of these UFOs that we're seeing that are you know tic-tac shaped or, or even kind of bell shaped but not real bell shaped and obviously we have Kecksburg here in Pennsylvania that happened Uh, Some people speculate that, hey, maybe that was, you know, the Nazi bell that just poof, jumped ahead in time and, you know, went somewhere and then came back in 19, I forget, 50s or 60s when it happened. But some people are saying, what if these are time traveling Nazis that now we're seeing appear in the sky? And, you know, we don't know. We don't know what to what extent you know, they got in their research other than the rockets, you know, because we saw, okay, the explosion with, you know, rockets this and rockets that, then into jet propulsion and, and, and what have you. Um, who's to say, cause, I mean, the government's not going to say what they took when, you know, all that supposedly fell and Hitler was killed. Um, don't think he was killed. Uh, that's just me. But, you know, who knows what technology and how far they were developed. <clears throat> yeah, Von Braun. Yeah, you know, he his deathbed confession, which uh, you think that uh, deathbed confessions would carry more weight, you know, because uh, his wasn't the only one. There have been a, a number of kind of startling deathbed confessions. Louis Pasteur, um, yeah, fucking uh, uh, evolution guy Darwin. His, yep, he's just like, yeah, no, it's it's wrong. And yep. I'm paraphrasing clearly, but. Yeah, and and the fact that they can sit there and, you know, deathbed confessions used to hold some weight. They really did. I remember, oh, my God, he he confessed this on his deathbed, and now you bring it up, and they're like, eh, eh, whatever. And it's like, dude, uh, Darwin said he was wrong, uh, yet you still teach his theory, and it's a theory, yet you're trying to say it's fact, and it's not. 
it, it it's plain and simply not. Yep. Because what I tell people all the time, if evolution is real to the way they want to teach us and have us think that we came from monkeys or an amoeba came out of the ocean, why haven't we seen a monkey lose its tail and start walking upright and becoming more human-like? Yeah. Has it happened? They, um, they, they're so, so the earth is definitely going through some changes. Like they've, they've found that a lot of primates are starting to use tools. I, I don't know if I can say a lot, but a number of primates are starting to use tools and, uh, rocks to break open this and that, things like that, like real rudimentary stuff. Right. I mean, otters yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah. Fucking octopuses <laughs> are some crazy ass creatures too. Like not I, only is their brain shaped like a Taurus, but like they climb inside of coconut husks and roll down hills underwater for hoots. Yeah. You know? Dude, so, I think they could be an alien species. Wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. Just for how smart they are and the shit that they figure out and what they can fit into to escape or get or to get in to get something. It's like, man, these things are fucking way smart. They really are, dude. They're, they got problem-solving abilities, camouflage. Like, I'm not... I don't understand outside of our ability to use tools to get us where we are in the food chain. You know what I mean? Right. Because, like, as far as, like, natural equipment, like, we don't have shit. We got mm. soft hands and no no talons no claws no stingers no poison no nothing and we don't grow enough hair to actually keep us warm without having to make clothes or or any of that like if you look at the human species we're not designed to live here at all we're certainly tropical Mm -hmm. if anything yeah you know Uh, which is which is pretty interesting so when when it comes to some of the alternative theories like have you heard of the box saga yep yeah andy rouse brought that yeah. to my attention uh well over a year ago man I, I was just like whoa i've never heard of this and you know went down that rabbit hole and then then you kind of find out eeyore bach was a little bit of a strange dude but the whole story whether he manipulated some of it or not um is still fascinating you know what i mean Altland ice for atlantis and you know hell was in um helsinki and it, the whole, if you guys want to to learn more about the box saga, go check out the deep share and, and go back maybe a year or so ago and, and you'll start seeing him breaking it down and having guests on and breaking it down. And he, he does a really good job. It's great stuff. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Very. Because I, I never heard of it until then. I was just like, man, this is fascinating. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll leave it to a metalhead to get into Icelandic, you know, ancient yeah. culture stuff. You know what I mean? So, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Props to Andy for that. Yep. So, so hot damn. Well, what else can we get into here? So, um, oh, so you know what's kind of interesting is like with the the UFOs that they're popping up, where they're saying, "Oh, it's not aliens and whatnot." It's funny that they use the term UFO specifically after like two years of saying, "Well, we're reclassifying it as UAP." Yeah, yeah. But good, now, good catch. UFO. Yeah. No. Yeah, we're going to call it UAP for two years. Oh, we have a redacted statement of, of UAPs. And I remember everybody kind of losing their share. Like, why are you changing the name? It's always been UFOs. And now they come out. Oh, it, it, it's not UFOs, but it's not this. And we don't know what it is. And it's like, I don't know. And then you hear the one that was shot down over Lake Huron. Uh, I guess the first two pilots were experiencing uh, some uh, mal- malfunctioning in their equipment. So they were going to turn around, and once they got far enough away from it, uh, their equipment started acting proper, so they went back, and then that's when I guess they fired the first missile and it missed. Who's to say that didn't manipulate the missile's technology and the second one supposedly hit, you know, what we're told, I, I don't know. I don't know what kind of technology they saw up there, but when you hear when you hear the recordings, it it's not a balloon. Yep. Lots of lots of weird stuff going on, you know. Um, but it 
it's kind of it's kind of neat that it falls on the citizen journalists like yourself, myself, mm-hmm. and, and a, an army of others who are just like, you know what? Fuck it. We can't trust CNN. We can't trust ABC, NBC, any of the any of the letters, any of the letters, any of them. You know what I mean? And uh, and so we take it upon ourselves, and it, that comes with a degree of error because we're not staunch professionals we don't have the network to have boots on ground it's all over the place but damn it we're trying yeah Yeah. so with what little resources we have i think we do a pretty damn good job between everybody as a whole you know what i mean somebody might find this piece information this piece that piece this piece and then we all start putting it together and i think i'm kind of getting out of saying conspiracy theorist into citizen journals journalism because that's basically what conspiracy theorists were was citizen journalists just trying to connect the dots of the information that was presented and calling bullshit and being like, no, something's wrong here and raising questions. And then, you know, you get shot down figuratively, hopefully figuratively, (laughs) you know, you get too right. You might get really shot down. Yeah. You might get a, you might commit suicide with two bullets to the back of your head or a shot two shotgun blast to the chest. Like the yeah. dude that they found on the Clinton's property. That's right. Hanging by a electrical cord with a with 12 gauge blast in the chest. That's yep. And that, I guess that's the, dedication. Yeah. And the gun, I guess they found was 30 feet away yet. It was suicide. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Just like, uh, Oh, fuck it. Since we're going down that side of the rabbit hole, uh, you know, uh, like, uh, all was it nine of the police who saw that laptop in New York that uh, allegedly had the frazzle drip stuff on it? You know, they all committed suicide too. Mm-hmm. It was pretty crazy, you know, to the degree where uh, was it the the chief of police put out a memorandum talking about it? You know, if you feel like you're going to do something, please let us know. But it was just them dudes. Yep, just just those guys and. Was was some of it legitimately suicide? We don't know. Um, but it, could there have been f- foul play? A- abs- absolutely. You know what I mean? Because obviously, whatever they saw, they they uncovered some truth. Yeah. Yep. And then it well, just disappeared. They, they do make a pretty good job of that. So with the the technology and stuff, we're 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 in a really interesting place where we realize that we've been educated wrong on purpose for so long that we've we've come to terms with that to a degree. And now it's time to take matters into our own hands on educating ourselves on what's really going on, you know? And um, you start looking at some of the the medical stuff that's been kind of pushed to the side, like um, uh, rife technologies, things like that, frequency medicine, um, sound medicine and wait like like i was saying before we started recording i never thought i'd be a hippie but here i am like <laughs> yeah like sound is medicine like what the, what kind of patchouli oil kind of shit is that yeah but it's a real thing and like if you if you consider the fact that we use like ultrasonic frequencies to shatter kidney stones so that they become easier to pass and we use ultrasonic or ultrasound to look inside of a woman to check on the fetus and see how that's doing. Like there are a number of uh, sound technologies that are already used in medicine Mm -hmm. and and then uh, magnetic resonance, right? So there's uh, uh, MRIs and and nuclear medicine like that. Um, And now there's uh, a couple of different doctors who are using resonant frequencies to shatter cancer cells. Yes. And that's, that's the idea behind like the rife stuff is using uh, matched resonant frequency or like an opera singer shattering a glass because that's the, you know the same note that the the cymatics of the glass is made up of as I understand it which is awesome technology but it's also terrifying technology because it's it's just a it's just a technology it can be used a multitude of ways it can yeah be used to to help and heal and promote growth and maybe grow better crops but it could also be used to fucking disintegrate people oh absolutely so, i mean if you match the the actual frequency of, of the cellular the molecular structure and of a human body at some point you're going to be that glass that the opera singer you know breaks uh you know what i mean and and that's scary shit but at the same time you know everything has its you know 
different frequencies that, that, that it resonates with. Uh, I forget who sent it to me. It was a dude playing one of those big, long, uh, didgeridoo. Yeah. Like a didgeridoo. And he was picking up small stones and moving it around. It might've been you who sent it to me, but, and if you apply that, could that be how these pyramids were, were built? They, they just used sound technology to lift and elevate these massive, you know, stone structures. Absolutely possible. No, it's, it's a good question. Um, like uh, the dude who built the uh, uh, the, the coral castle down yeah. there in Florida, like it's only did it at night. Interesting stuff. Um, bees are another interesting thing. Mm. I know you had Chaz the Dead on, and he 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 reps the bees pretty hard. I'm down with that, man. He he did a very good job on that. I thought when he was talking about how they don't actually fly, and they they you know they're beating their wings, and it generates a a resonant frequency and a cavity in their chest that mm-hmm. causes levitation, like. Well, fuck, man. You know, like, uh, yeah, he's a fun guy to talk to. He, he looks into things in a very unique way that, and able to articulate his thoughts to dumb it down for someone like me to get, you know what I mean? Not saying I'm a complete and utter moron, but there's certain things that it's like, oh, oh, I understand the way you're saying it. Whereas, you know, you take someone who has like a fucking PhD and they're going to give you all the scientific jargon with it. And you're like, no, come on, dude. I'm, Talk to me like I'm in fifth grade. I think a big part of the benefit of educating ourselves on this stuff, even though it comes with the risk of a certain degree of error, right? is you don't have the um, dependency on the, the, the formal system to, to say this is the only way it is. Like you're allowed to go outside and formulate your own, you know, opinions and perspectives and stuff. The establishment is always going to shit all over that, but um, that's how new technology is created is yeah. through outside the box thinking. So, yeah, there's this kid. Um, I want to say uh, Luis and Jim Bob Oval. Oh, I always screw that Oval Shorts from the Young Constitutional Awakening podcast um, was telling me about this this kid somewhere down south it might be in georgia or something but he found a way to melt plastic and as a fuel to for for energy for i think vehicles if i'm not mistaken or something like that he's a uh he's a dark uh dark toned young man yeah and he's he's fucking killing it man yeah uh he's taking plastic which interestingly enough is a petroleum product in itself Mm mm-hmm and reconstituting it back into a fuel. And I hope he patents it and makes a trillion dollars, man. Yeah, and I hope the uh, government doesn't step in and do what they've done with anybody that looked for a patent for uh, hydrogen uh, or water cars, as they they call them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But now you see there's this big big push to get away from electric vehicles, and we need to go to hydrogen-based vehicles. So what's that all about all of a sudden? Like, I, I don't know... Like the flip flop, because we had that technology and we were going that direction, and they nixed that for electric, and now they're like, "Well, maybe we should go back to that." And I don't know; they they flip flop so much. I think, I think when people started becoming aware of how environmentally disastrous mining the lithium is, you know, like these giant strip pit mines in New Zealand and New Guinea and shit, yeah, that they start looking at it from a different level, like. As as much as I see people being happy about Tesla cars and everything, I haven't seen anybody go inside one with an EMF reader. No. Yeah. That's a good, yeah. I'd like to see that. So I've, I'm ordering one, and I know somebody with a Tesla, so I'm going to go see what that's about. Because I have a feeling it's basically rolling around in a microwave. They can some sometimes just decide to fucking go 100 miles an hour on its own. So. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Blow through stop signs, you know, do whatever. I don't There's know. no shifter. Yeah. There's no shifter. You can't put it in neutral and just let it burn out. There's nothing you can do. Uh-uh. You're at oh. You know, um they, there was a there was a thriller movie like based on that whole thing. I, I want to say it was called like Hacked or some shit like that. And this dude hires this young guy from his tech company to like come to his house and like set up his own router service or do some IT shit at the house. He's like, "Oh yeah, no problem." And he fucking hacks his whole life and he's got a smart car and he like he, he turns on the brakes 
like going down the highway for fun and it causes a car accident, but the guy lives and like all that shit. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I think I want a 1934 uh, leaded gasoline truck. That's yeah. that's the technology level I need. Either that or a horse and buggy. Go back to the Amish style. Yeah, yeah, Fuck. absolutely. Because even like I, I drive a Class B uh, CDL truck, and if they if somebody really wanted to hacker wise, they could hack in into that remotely with some of the technology that we have on board and totally disable my means to, to break and accelerate me or do, do whatever. And that's not just my truck. That's just about 99% of the fleet that's out there because they've, they've upgraded to these electronic EDLs, which hook into your computer system. So all they have to do is find, you know, get into that Wi-Fi and, and that, you know, it's no different than hacking into a computer. Next thing you know, you're in the computer, the, the whole entire truck, because it's given readings of everything. And you're at the mercy of some dickhead that just wants to have fun and, you know, cause chaos. That's fucking scary. So, so you know that there's a, there's a lot of large scale farming that goes on. That's like automated. Yeah. Like they so have done with GPS and all that with their tractors and yeah, it's a, <laughs> digital warfare is a scary subject mm-hmm. and which might be why I like it. Like I can't watch horror movies and stuff anymore. Like all the blood and guts stuff doesn't do it for me. The real world is a much more terrifying place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. Yeah. I've been getting into to watching movies again and, and I always find myself watching ones that are more based on this really could happen in, in today's world. You know what I mean? Like not this blood and guts type shit. Okay. Granted that was cool when we were kids and you know, you wanted to get a, a shock factor and fear, but now you, you're watching movies and you're like, yo, they, I could be driving down the road in my brand new car and someone can basically take control of it. And now the government wants to, um, issue all cars up. What is it? 20 by 2030 have shut up remote shutoffs that anybody, you know, from, from the car company or a police station or something, I get it if if a car is being carjacked or stolen, you know, OnStar has that technology. They want to put that in every every car. Dude, at some point, mm, mm-mm, no, because if they if if the proper people can can use it, so can the bad guys. Yeah. It, it, well, it's so oftentimes they use these flawed logics against us, you know which go both ways. Like if you don't have anything to hide, why are you afraid to search and seizure? Well, if you don't have anything to hide, why don't you fucking release the JFK files? And, uh, you know, everything else has been going on since like mm, world war one. Yeah. Cause like ever since the OSS changed brands to CIA, she's gone crazy, you know? And I'm not saying it's just them. Like I know it's, isn't that the cocaine investment agency? Yes. Yeah. 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 You know, <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it was crazy like rick ross freeway rick ross like the the crack cocaine king of of america yeah was buying his shit from the cia uh-huh like, for years yeah. and funneled it in, into what was it arkansas through the clintons wow. and, and all, all sorts of shit i think i didn't know that I, I i it might not have been him but i know there was a lot of cocaine when Clinton was the governor of Arkansas was being funneled through there and then redistributed through America. Wow. And then now you have that movie of uh, uh, cocaine bear coming out, which is based off a true story. Uh, It was one of Pablo Escobar's payloads. They were flying it in and I forget the reason why they had to dump some of it out. I don't know if it was they were too heavy or the authorities were onto them. It landed in a forest, and they're like, we'll come back for it. Well, when they somebody went to go for it, I don't know if it was authorities or whatever, uh, they discovered a black bear had eaten the whole entire stash. It was like, it was a, and, and the bear was dead, but he, you could tell he was fucking high as shit for a while because it, it, I don't know if the movie will do it justice, but yeah, look into that story of the cocaine bear. Cocaine bear. <laughs> yep. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, he ate a yeah, he ate a whole bunch of cocaine and uh went on a went on a little bender, I guess you could say. Yeah, the trash cans were not safe with that dude around. No shit. <laughs> no. Oh man. That's so that's wild. Um 
I, I personally, my, it's my own feeling that like I think that the the DEA is a completely unnecessary organization, and that things should be legal. You, you should be able to just go get what you're going to get, and because at least with a regulated market, you don't have to worry about I don't know fucking fentanyl or any other kind of crazy shit they're putting in things, you know. So there's a great documentary called um, uh, "The Union." the business behind getting high and it went in to talk about like uh, pharma for a while and talked about how um, heroin was created as a sedative for co- <laughs> cocaine bear <laughs> also uh, it was in Tennessee and it also they actually named this bear Pablo Escobar that's great uh, it's a 175 pound American black bear that overdosed on cocaine in 1985 the cocaine had been Dropped by drug smugglers in the wilderness in Tennessee, the bear was found dead in northern Georgia and was stuffed and displayed in a mall in Kentucky. It inspired the 2023 comedy horror film Cocaine Bear. So this is just a Wikipedia breakdown of it. But, yeah, he. I, I wonder if it says how many uh, load of plastic. I wonder how much cocaine he actually. 34 kilograms. So that's like. 100 pounds. Yeah, 75 75 pounds of cocaine valued at $2 million. Wow. That was one happy bear for a minute. He made it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he he was boogieing. Well, where do I start? I'm bad shit what you read in the covenant. It's cap. I was bred by the government. Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system. Had enough of it. Another sapien that's on the globe. Lost cold, looking for the direction, but don't nobody know. The only bit of insight that they ever sold me, I've been start to find out, doesn't really hold. Every highfalutin piece of shit hidden in a tie, high motives to align goals. Cheating on your wife, my ties at the ninth hole. Someone gotta die, they don't care, they itemize souls. Tit jobs from Botox to light bulbs, light bulbs in my head of where I might go. I'm on a tightrope, walking the edge. And I've been wondering if anyone loves me, shit And I've been wondering if anyone loves me, yeah Fuck And I've been wondering if, look I've been hopping down this rabbit hole for quite some time To find lines that connect through to all their lies They normalize a real life poltergeist To trust Pfizer with a remedy to make you right The thought's sick I take a chance and roll my dice Because something in my stomach isn't sitting right I want a soul search, find a place to bring in light But I can't cause Fuck I'm bad shit what you read in the covenant It's cap You were fed by the government Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system Had enough of it We bat shit what we read in the covenant It's cap We were fed by the government Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system Had enough of it I want the power to shake shit and shift shape Tap in the pineal eye without a mistake We have the power to live right and get straight But they found a way to remove this They bitch made Hey, keep on calcifying glands with your flow ride while I flow ride the valor of rhyme. I'm flying high by the seat of my pants. A beat speaking to me, know I'm talking back every chance. Hoping one day I make it overseas or to France. But in the Northwest, I trip without a traveling band. Yeah. And that's word of my cat plug. I'm higher than giraffe puss. Look what the cat drug in. Now I'm scribbling this rap in the bathtub. At midnight, I don't fill it up with the tap cup. Soaking in my cannabis suds. Anything for a buzz. Reclaim my residue inside of a dab jug. Peel through a fat stash, burning the last snug. I picture this dimension I don't want to come back from. But here I am, still stuck in the bathtub. My brain fried, but honestly, I'm fine. I'd rather not have one. I'm batshit. I'm fucking bad shit, and it's your fucking fault. It's their fault. Straight up. I'm done. I'm bad shit, what you read in the covenant. It's cap. You were fed by the government. Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system. Had enough of it. Enough of it. Enough of it. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. 
With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.